Hello. Um, today is June 2nd of the um, Daily New Testament First Quarter Devotional. The Pharisees were rule followers. One of their favorite rules stated that people could not work on the Sabbath, Saturday. They had rules on top of what God required to make sure they didn't accidentally work on the Sabbath. For example, if you had a maximum number of steps allowed to be taken, counting my steps all day sounds like work to me. Since Jesus had been breaking one of the rules, the Pharisees were convinced that Jesus was God's enemy. They explained Jesus' miracle as having been done in Satan's power. Jesus strongly condemns this kind of belief. If a person is going to reject a clear demonstration of God's power and attribute it to Satan, there is no hope. There are those today who are blinded by their strongly held beliefs, which prevent them from seeing the power of God. Overcoming this kind of belief is not easy. And this was coming from the... um, Matthew 12. At this time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He said, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry, they entered the house of God and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read in the law that the priest on the Sabbath duty in the temple desecrated the Sabbath and yet are innocent? I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice you would have not condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. Going on from that place, he went into a synagogue, and a man's shriveled hand was there. Looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus, they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He said to them, If any of you has a sheep and it falls in a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he stretched, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out and it was completely restored, just as sound as the other. But the Pharisees went and plotted how they might kill him. Aware of this, Jesus withdrew from that place. A large crowd followed him and he healed all who were ill. He warned them not to tell others about him. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant, and I have chosen the one I love and whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Till till he's brought justice through to victory in his name the nations will put their hope then jesus 
Then they brought Jesus a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, and Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. And all the people were astonished, and they said, Could this be the son of David? But the Pharisees heard this, and they said, It is only by Beelzebub, or, uh, yeah, the prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. He then, how then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, uh, by whom do your people drive them out? So then, they will be your own judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God I drive out the demons, the kingdom of God has come. Or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house, carry off his possessions, unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he can plunder his house. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. And so I tell you, every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven, but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or the age to come. Make a tree good, and its fruit will be good, or make a tree bad, and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you say, uh, how can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what is the heart is full of. A good man brings things out of the good stored up in him, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored in him. But I tell you that everyone will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you were condemned. Then some of the Pharisees and teachers said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign. And he answered, A wicked and adulterous generation asked for a sign, but none will be given to them except for the prophet of Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up in judgment with the generations and condemn it, for they repent and are preaching of Jonah, and now something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise at the judgment and the generations and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom, and now something greater than Solomon is here. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through an arid place, seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean, and put in order. Then it goes and takes what is with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how it will be with the, this wicked generation. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brother stood outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and brother are standing outside and wanting to speak to you. 
He replied, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to the disciples. Here are my brothers and my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of the Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Father, thank you for these strong and powerful words from Jesus. Thank you for the example that he he led and gave for us. Help us to be able to understand these words that he gives, uh, like we prayed about the other day, um, being like the children who you reveal your wisdom to. Help us to take hold of it and want to embrace it and use it out of love like a child does when they're wanting to um, show off to their parents uh, that they want to be like them and do what they say. Help us to be obedient. Help us to seek what it is you are doing in heaven so it can be done here on earth and follow your spirit and and show mercy and love to those who need it. Help us not to be like the Pharisees who couldn't see you when you were moving or who recognized you as something evil and, and denied it its its power and its promise. Um, help us not to be against you, but be with you. I ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Have a great day.